Hello. 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 How you doing? How you doing? How you doing? My name is Chris. Chris Arneson. And this is my podcast. It's called A Star's Born. So, let me take a minute to tell you what you're getting yourself into before you get yourself into it. Because I don't want, I don't want to get a bunch of, a bunch of hate letters from a bunch of haters who don't know what they're getting themselves into. So, like I said, the podcast is called A Star's Born, and I am your host, Chris Arneson. So this is going to be a show. I'm recording right now. <laughs> it's going to be a show. That's what, that's what I have to say. This is going to be a show. <laughs> Wait till you see. This is going to be a show. I'm recording right now in my apartment room. My room in my apartment. Pullman, Washington. I'm not going to give out my address. I'll say it's near the univer- the university. <laughs> Washington State University. Pretty much right across the street. So, I'm just hanging out. Looking out the window right now. Sitting on my chair. It's 6.03 p.m. Thursday, February 21st, 2019. 2019. How you doing? How you doing? And this is A Star is Born. So, what is A Star is Born? Well, it's my podcast. And each week, or whenever I feel like doing an episode, who knows, maybe I'll do it every day. I haven't really thought about it yet. Not really too worried about it yet. See, when the money starts coming in, the advertisements start flowing in. The subscribers. Once I figure out how to how to post it, that is. But we'll we'll get that all that tech all that techie stuff. We'll get that taken care of. Um got some friends who know a little bit more about that stuff than myself. If we're gonna be completely honest here, don't know a whole lot about it. But hey, I'm the creative side here. You know, I'm taking care of business. You know? You know? So, A Star is Born. What's it all about? Each week, or whenever, like I said, I'm going to talk about a different actor or actress, whatever you want to say, actor, actress. I'm going to talk about their their filmography. I'm going to talk about some of their best, some of their worst, some of their surprises, some stuff you forgot, 
some stuff you remembered, whatever you want to say, I'm going to talk about it. Maybe I'll start taking, I'll make an email, maybe. Maybe I'll make an email. I don't know. Who knows? We'll see. Maybe you can tweet me stuff. We'll see what we'll see what happens with the old podcast, but it's it's gonna be a doozy. And I bet you're dying to know. Hey Chris. Hey Christopher. That's my full name, Christopher. Who is going to be this episode? The first episode of A Star is Born. Who's gonna be the guest? Who's not the guest? <laughs> There's no guest. No guest yet. But who who is going to be the actor or actress that you discuss for this episode? Emma dropped on you right now. It's one of my favorites. You know him. You love him. I know you love him. You're, I'm sure you do. His name? Will Farrell. That's right. Mr. Will Farrell. You know him, you love him. As an actor, 110 credits on IMDb. 110 credits. Holy Toledo. I'm going to scroll down to the beginning right now. Don't lose me. <laughs> don't don't lose me. Here we go. His first credit. A TV series. 1995. Called On Your Own. One episode as a construction worker. That's what he's credited as. I've never heard of this. Okay. Next. Grace Under Fire. A TV series, 1995 as well, credited as Man at Meeting. I have also never heard of Grace Under Fire. I never. Okay, <laughs> let's just keep it moving. Living si- Living Single, another TV series in 1995. He was all over the TV series in 1995. Roommate from Hell, number one. <laughs> That's funny. That sounds like a good episode. Never heard of Living Single, but that sounds like a funny episode of Living Single. I could picture Will Ferrell being a roommate from hell. That's That sounds like something right in Will Ferrell's wheelhouse, you know. Let's just keep moving, though. Keep it going here. We got a TV movie. A Bucket of Blood. He's He plays a young man. Okay, never heard of that TV movie there. Um, he's in a video. Wow, I didn't know if just videos were on IMDb, but okay. He's an actor in a video. Um, Criminal Hearts is called. He plays a newscaster. Hey, that sounds familiar. Will Ferrell is a newscaster? Hey, that sounds familiar. Hey, you talking to me? You talking to me? All right, that's different. That's a different episode that we'll we'll get to that one. 
Um, we're talking about Will Ferrell right now, though. But um, next we have his first legit movie, it looks like. Um, <clears throat> excuse me. It's a little thing called Men Seeking Woman, 1997. He plays Al in Men Seeking Woman. This is, I haven't heard of anything that Will Ferrell did early. Oh, here's something I've heard of. Oh, here's something. Perhaps you've heard of this one as well. I bet you probably have. You probably have heard of this one. It's probably the first one you've heard of that Will Ferrell has been in. And it's called Austin Powers International Man of Mystery. International Man of Mystery Will Ferrell plays Mustafa. That's a great... That's his first... That's his first big role there. That's his, that's his breakout. I mean, we'll see when he's on SNL, but that's his first, that's a big, that's a big one for Will Ferrell right there. Um, he plays a farmer slash astronaut number two in a TV series called Cow and Chicken in 1997. Hmm. I wonder who plays astronaut number one. I'm too lazy to look it up, but if you want, tweet me and let me know who plays astronaut number one alongside Will Ferrell in the TV series Cow and Chicken from 1997. That'll be a fun little trivia question there. Who plays astronaut number one? That's a trivia question for the A Star is Born podcast. Um... Who plays astronaut number one in Cow and Chicken 1997 TV series? So, let's move on. He plays a bouncer in the 1997 TV series The Angry Beavers. Okay, a couple animated TV series from 1997 there. Nice little little run of cartoons for Will Ferrell there in, in the late 90s there. Um... Then he plays another movie I've never seen. I mean, I, I saw the Austin Powers, obviously. That's that's the first Austin Powers, right? So that's a, in my opinion, the best one. My in my humble opinion of the movies of the Peliculas, um, the best Austin Powers is the first one. But if you want, tweet me if you think the second or third one's better. Are they ever going to make a fourth one? Who knows? Will they ever make a fourth? Is there a fourth awesome power? If not, there definitely should be. Mike Myers come back. How, Mike Myers is never, he's never in movies anymore. Like, what's going on there? Like, like I've seen The Love Guru. I mean... I mean that's this is for another episode. I'm getting a little off track here, but the Love Gurus. Um, I just gotta say that's that's an underrated movie. That I take the Love Guru over the Z for was it Z for Zohan? Was Z for Zendetta? No, it's something Z for Zohan or something. That that Adam Sandler. 
that you know that I don't know was he like a playing like Steven Seagal's cousin or something like what's the deal with that movie like it's like it's, it's like always on TBS it's like one of those it's like one of those TBS staples you know he Zoan must be one of the characters we're talking about or actually, maybe not I don't want to second guess myself here but now that I think about it isn't it that's always on FX. The Z- the Zohan is on. That's an FX staple. Though. What's an FX? TBS is Characters Welcome. Um, USA is. Oh, what's USA? No, TBS is very funny. USA is Characters Welcome. Um, this is exciting. What's Comedy Central? Comedy Central should be very funny. How come TBS is very funny and Comedy Central is not? What's Comedy? Does Comedy Central have a little slogan? I I don't even know what FX is either. This is so this is so exciting. I'm trying to think of I'm trying to think of the T. What's TNT's? Ah, you know TNT has a good one too. Oh man! Now I mean now that we talk about the USA Network, I, all I can I can just hear those dun dun dun. Is that the Law and Order? How about that law and order? Dun dun. How you doing? How you doing? How you do- how you doing? Yeah. Okay. Let's get back to the show. Let's get back to a star is born. So, a night at Roxbury. It's the movie that Pepsi commercial movie. You know. You know that movie about the Pepsi commercial. Isn't it? Isn't it an SNL sketch? It's also I'm mean, I didn't watch that much. Oh man. Oh, this is exciting. Something I didn't even realize. I'm getting up right now. I just stood up for the first time in the podcast. Walked over to there's a microwave on the ground that I have. Not plugged in. I'm not using it. It's not it's a microwave that because we already had one in the apartment and I brought it, so I just got a microwave on the ground with some t-shirts on it and a picture frame in case you wanted to in, t- in case you wanted to have a picture painted of of my apartment room. I got about let's see. I got about 7 pairs of shoes laying right here. 8 if you include my slippers. Got my slippers. I got Got my boots, got my basketball shoes, got my gray, they're, they're like fancy shoes, gray professional looking shoes, got my white, they're not really white, they're kind of like egg egg colored, eggshell, Ben Sherman's, they're, they're like, they look like upscale Converse shoes, they're really nice, got my Vans, got my Another pair of brown dress shoes over here. Real nice. I've had these for years. And then I have my Nike. They're like Nike athletic shoes, kind of running shoes, workout shoes. But I just noticed there's a tiny hole in the top of them, which is very disappointing. <laughs> this is this podcast has gone. A star is born. This episode has gone off the rails, but it's gone off the shoe rails. I need a shoe tree. That's what I need. I need a shoe tree for my for my apartment. But anyway, 
if you're feeling generous, send a shoe tree to, uh, I'm not gonna, I'm not gonna say my address, but that'd be cool though, maybe, uh, tweet me, uh, <laughs> no, <laughs> trying to get a free shoe tree, no, I can probably go to Walmart and pick up a shoe tree for like $7, if we're gonna be, if we're gonna be totally honest about shoe trees here, which I, I think that's a good way to live your life. I think you should always be honest about shoe trees. You know what I mean? No, I'm just kidding. But anyway, <laughs> back to the shoes. So there's like this tiny hole in the top of my run, my Nike workout shoes, which is pretty disappointing. And then I have my, it's like my kitchen, my kitchen slip resistant shoes sitting over here. Got another pair of Vans. So, <laughs> let's see, now we're up to, this has just turned into a shoe podcast all of a sudden. We count the slippers. I think you I think you should count the slippers as shoes. I don't know what you think. Maybe I should put up a Twitter poll or something. But I, th- I think Twitter, <laughs> I think slippers will, will count them in the shoe category. I think that's the right thing to do. So then, that's eight right there. So we have... No. Yeah, eight pairs of shoes over there. Nine. We have another pair of Vans. That's ten. And then we have a new pair of Adidas that I just picked up. They're pretty nice. They're like, they're, they're not workout shoes at all. They're kind of casual shoes. I mean, they don't even have the Adidas stripes. Well, actually, now that I look at it, they do. But it's just black on black so you can't even you can't really see these stripes so (laughs) these are nice they're my newest pair of shoes they're nice i haven't wore adidas much lately oh man i I got a rei gift card something that something underrated something underrated an rei gift card so I, i hadn't been rei in years really so I got a nice, nice little like red sweat. Oh, I love it! This red sweater. It's made of like you know those super soft blankets. It's like made of that material. You know the. It's made of the soft blanket material. And then I have this cool. I'll have to post a picture of this somewhere. But I have this cool hat. It's like a trucker hat kind of. It's got like a mesh. It's more of like a trucker hat meets like a running hat. If you know what I'm saying. I don't know. It's a a trucker, (laughs) a trucker hat meets a running hat meets a a baseball hat. I like how it has a a mesh, a mesh netting on the back half of it, which is really nice. And then the bill is nice too. Like the bill is like bent in half almost. I don't know how to describe it really, but. And then there's a picture of. Like this beautiful, like, Twilight. Not the movie Twilight. I mean, that'd be funny. If I was just, like, describing this hat, and then it just turns out to be... <laughs> I mean, <laughs> it could be, but it's not. It's the... That'd be funny. That'd be funny, though. Right? I don't know. Tweet me if you think that'd be funny. But um, anyway, um, it's a picture of Twilight, like, mountains. a bunch, Just a bunch of, like... It looks like Alaska, maybe. And then it looks like it's probably like 9 o'clock. 
don't know if it's Alaska and it's summer, then it's gonna be light always. So it's probably not Alaska. Maybe it's like maybe it's like North Dakota or like it's mountainous though. So it's like maybe it's like Colorado or Montana or something. Who knows? Who knows where this picture? I wonder if I could the company is wait, let's see what the company is. It's called Oisel. I've never heard of it. O-I-S-E-L-L-E. How would you pronounce that? It's like French? Is that French? And then, so it's like, we sell? Is it we sell or oiso? But anyway. And then on on the inside of the hat, it says, take chances, go fast. Take chances, go fast. Take chances, go fast. It just says that like all around the inside the brim so i'm gonna throw this hat on now that i've been talking about it it's coming out pumped on it and it was not it was a good deal it's like it was a good deal it was like maybe like 20 bucks i don't know 18 bucks maybe but yeah dude get that rei gift card on lock man it's like amazon but like going to a store dude you should try that Instead of ordering everything on Amazon, go to a store, dude. Walk around and pick up an item. Pick up an item and hold it in your hands, man. Come on, man. Not seriously, though. Like, I like, me personally, I prefer shopping, shopping in a store instead of doing the whole Amazon online thing. Like, like come on, man. Like, I know it's it's convenient. Everyone knows it's convenient to to shop on Amazon, in store. <laughs> not, not in store, but online, on your computer. You don't even have to leave. My computer's not even... It's been acting up. My HP's been acting up. Maybe I, maybe I have to splurge and get a... Pick up one of them apples. You know what I mean? Pick up one of them red delicious computers. You know, one of the Fiji computers. Anyway, though, I'm getting all sorts of sidetracked. So I think we, I think we came to a conclusion. That I have eleven. I didn't realize I have so many shoes. I have a lot of shoes, like eleven pairs of shoes, sitting in my room. It's crazy. But I bet you're probably wondering, Chris. What is this podcast? What is it? No, I'm just kidding. You're probably wondering. What did you stand up? Remember, I stood up. I walked over to the other side of my room by the microwave, and I picked something up. Chris, what did you pick up? And what does it have to do with this podcast? A Stars Born, Episode 1, Will Ferrell. Speaking of Will Ferrell, I'm holding a two-disc set of Saturday Night Live, the best of, you guessed it, David Spade. No, it's our man, Will Ferrell, dude. I'm holding a box set of SNL, best of Will Ferrell. And I'm going to read the back of it, because that seems like the right thing to do at this point in time. Some people think that everything Will Ferrell does is the best. I'm going to stop right there and say I'm one of those people.
That's so funny. That's such a funny way. It's like they know. This isn't a podcast all about Will Ferrell. That'd be kind of funny if it was, but no, we're going to do a different a different actor, actress each week. Or however often I put up an episode, well, that's all those details are going to be nailed down later in the in the meeting in the in the in the podcast meeting. But let's get back to reading this. So anyway, I'm one of those people who thinks Will Ferrell's the best. Sure, yeah. He's one of my favorites, so yeah. Well, this DVD collection is the best of the best and a must-have for Feral fans. All the sketches you know so well and a few you've never seen. There's the cheerleaders, the lovers, and the music school teachers. There's Feral-style impressions of Alex Trebek, George W. Bush, James Lipton, Robert Goulet, Goulet, isn't, is that, I don't even know who Robert Goulet, I, I could easily Google him, I'll have to Google him later in the pod, if we remember, we'll do that at the end, if, we'll see if we can remember at the end, that's what, that's what my, my test will be for this podcast, that's what my memory, my memory test for this podcast will be, to Google Robert Goulet at the end of the episode. We'll see if I can remember to do it. Robert Goulet. Harry Carey. That's, he's always hilarious when he does Harry Carey. And of course, there's more cowbell. That's what like everyone thinks of when they think of Will Ferrell SNL. Everyone, everyone thinks of the more cowbell sketch. But I want to broaden the horizon. No, that's a that's a funny one. But um, ex- let's get, let's get back to reading. Extras include a rare look at Will's audition for SNL. Oh, those are always the best. The the auditions. Oh, that's like some of the best stuff. Speaking of the best, the auditions are the best. That's when you get to see like they're like original, like organic talent, like at its core. You know what I'm saying? So the auditions are always that's great material. Um, hilarious outtakes, his legendary appearances on Late Night with Conan O'Brien, and SNL sketches that were cut after dress rehearsal and never seen until now. Never seen until now. I want to be able to do, one of my goals in life is to be able to do the, that movie that movie guy voice. Oh, there's here, here more stuff for me to read. All right, here we go. More stuff here. Here we go. Will Ferrell may look like the guy next door, but there's nothing ordinary about his comic creations. From 1995 to 2002, so that answers the question that we were wondering about earlier. We were wondering when he was on SNL. From I think that's a long time to be on SNL. Holy cow. That's that, he has to be one of the longest reigning cast members on SNL. Seriously, like, like what, like eight years, right? Nineteen ninety-five to 02. Holy cow! So, from nineteen ninety-five to two thousand two, he dominated SNL with characters as different as Craig the cheerleader and President George W. Bush. See the best of Celebrity Jeopardy, Bobby and Marty Culp. I don't, I don't remember that one. That must have been one of the ones we were talking about earlier. 
Who knows? I haven't even, I don't know if I've watched these DVDs. They've just been sitting on my, next to my microwave that it's not plugged in. Man, that'd be weird though to be using a microwave in my room, I feel like, for some reason. Anyway, morning latte and Robert Goulet, along with plenty of yelling, near nudity, and more cowbell. More cowbell. It always comes back to the cowbell. You can't get you can't get two minutes into a conversation about Will Ferrell with bringing it back to the cowbell. Back to the cowbell. Anyway, let's get back to the reading. Plus, there's extra material, including Will's favorite scenes that were cut from after dress rehearsal and never seen. Never seen before now. Movie voice in a world. That's a good movie. Now that, that's not a Will Ferrell movie, but that's a doozy. That's a good one. I definitely recommend it. It's probably on, it's probably on Netflix. Um, here's some more for, here's some more for me to read about Will Ferrell, our hero. But anyway, I, like I, like I was just saying, the movie In a World. I'm all over the place right now. I need to calm down. Holy cow! I just if you haven't noticed, I drank too much coffee today. That sounds like the name of a podcast. Too much coffee. But no, this one is called. A star is born, and I drank too much coffee, and I'm all hyped up on iced coffee, baby. French press all day. Yes, you made it. You know it. Yes, Brody Stevens. Yes, yes, you know it. Palm Springs. Yes, we sell. We sell. Oh, you sell French press. It's the same name as my cap. <laughs> as my old ball cap. What if, <laughs> what if they were the same company that made my, my French press coffee maker? It was the same company that made my old comfy Aria ball cap. That'd be hilarious. Anyway, let's get back to reading. This is disc number two. In all of... Saturday Night Live history, one of the greatest of the greats is Will Ferrell. Man, they really, they really love Will Ferrell, like more than me even. SNL absolutely loves Will Ferrell. That's what I have to say about that. (laughs) They do, they just love him. So, alright, and this is Ultimate Collection for the Ferrell fan. You'll get Janet Reno's Dance Party, The Lovers, James Lipton's Inside the Actor's Studio, the classic Wake Up and Smile. I mean, they say it's a classic, but I don't I don't recall it. I don't recall that one. Probably because I haven't watched these DVDs like I should. I probably got these for... I wonder if I got these for Christmas for like seven years ago, maybe. Who knows? <laughs> Who knows, man? All right. Classic Wake Up and Smile, the legendary Bill Brasky, and we all know Bill Brasky, that's a classic, and many more. Extras include his hilarious appearances on Late Night with Conan O'Brien, like we talked about, and SNL sketches that were cut after dress rehearsal and never seen until now. 
in a world. That's something. All right, put that on your Netflix queue, baby. Put that in your Netflix queue, buddy. In a world. Not a Will Ferrell movie, but something I recommend. A movie I recommend you putting on your Netflix cle- <laughs> Netflix queue. Hard to, hard for me to say. Easy for me to say. Let's get back to the show. Let's get back to A Star is Born. Um, the next movie, so... So I haven't seen A Night at the Roxbury. Have not seen that one. Um, he plays a guy called Steve Butabai. Butabai. How do you pronounce that? B-U-T-A-B-I. Butabai. Have not seen that one. Um, then then he's in a thing called The Thin Pink Line. He plays a guy called a guy a guy named Darren Clark. I do not know the thin pink line, um, but I gotta say though, this hat, this stretchy ball cap is so comfy. Like, I think it's because the back is meshy. The back is meshy and stretchy, so it's like I can just like wrap it around my head. <laughs> it's so comfy. Like I don't know what I don't know what the deal is with it, but I definitely recommend this. We. Oisel, Oisel, ball caps. All right, so then he's in, then he's in a TV series, um, Hercules. You've probably heard of it. It's popular enough, um, but it's like a cartoon. He plays Jerry on. Okay, moving on. Now we're moving. Now we're going. He's in, um, all you people who are like, come on, man, get to the show. Hey, stop, stop messing around, man. Get to the show. All right, so he's in. <laughs> sorry, I'm not making. I'm not making fun of it, any of y'all's. Um, man, man, sorry to get sidetracked again, but I'm reading. Um, <laughs> oh, I'm reading. Sounds so snooty. I'm reading. Uh, I'm Calypso by David Sedaris, and it is it is a great book. A random book recommendation in the middle of the Will Ferrell episode of A Star is Born. Um, episode 1 of A Star is Born, Will Ferrell. Um, but David Sedaris, I'm, gonna, I'm standing up, picking up the book, looking at it. I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to read, read the back of... Here's, here's one of our friends, one of our buddies, um, Pat and Oswald. You know, we, we all love... Patton Oswalt from um, comedy, his comedy stylings, and um, re- remember King of Queens? Remember him? That was a great show. That was that was always one of my favorite, one of my favorite things to watch on UPN. Remember, was it like before? When did UPN become CW? Is that a thing that happened? I don't really know how that. That sounds. That's like the Louisiana purchase of of network TV when <laughs> the the Louis the Hollywood purchase of when UPN became CW. That's a huge, momentous event in television history. But anyway, let's see what Pat Oswalt has to say about David Sedaris's Calypso, a book that just came out in 2018. Um, he's a great... David Sedaris is a funny writer. He's a funny dude. He's 
Let's see, his other books are Barrel Fever, Naked, Holidays on Ice. That's I have that one too. That's a funny. That's a funny book. Um, it's about it's about him working as a as an elf in Santa for for a Santa photos company at the mall. That's just hilarious. That's a funny funny book. Um, Me talk pretty one day. Dress your family in corduroy, which I also have laying here on the ground. Um, that's what that's what I'm gonna read next after I finish. I think I'm on page like let's see what page I'm on. I'm on page one ninety eight of Calypso. One ninety eight out of let's see how many pages it is. Two fifty nine. So I'm almost done. Um. Anyway. <laughs> anyway. Dress your family in corduroy and denim. That's the full name of that one. This next for me. When when you are engulfed in flames, squirrel sees, seeks chipmunk. Let's explore diabetes with owls. He has funny titles. And most re- recently, theft by finding diaries nineteen seventy seven to two thousand two. So back on track. Those are. David Sidaris's books and Patton Oswald. He says about David Sidaris, an observant, acidic writer, it's helpful to see that a voice as original, as hilarious, and sometimes as infuriating as Sidaris's was put through the same struggle and starve meat grinder that most of us go through. Patton Oswald, New York Times Book Review. So that's a little, little peek into that. It's funny. It's mostly essays and that kind of stuff. All right. I tossed it over on my bed, so we're done with that. We're done with that one. Let's get back to the show. What do you say? All right. So we have Hercules. Um, the Suburbans, a movie. He plays Gil. Never heard of the Suburban. The Suburbans. It's hard to say. The Suburbans. Never heard of that one. All right, Um, King of Hill, that's something I've heard of, TV series, 1999, he plays Coach Lucas, I was never really, now we're going to get me into a big cartoon, a jant, 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 it's like a, it's like a, I was trying to say rant, but it came out jant, but anyway, I was never a big fan of King of Hill, I always... I was always a Simpsons person. Growing up, The Simpsons was absolutely my favorite show growing up. Um loved it. Loved it. Like probably, I don't know when are you supposed to watch start watching The Simpsons. Tweet me. I would say I probably started watching The Simpsons like religiously at like maybe like 9 or 10 cuz I have an older brother by three years, and he was a big fan of The Simpsons. So he was definitely a fan by by that time. So I probably started watching a lot with him at the time. And we got all the, we have all the DVDs with all the characters' faces. I love those. I love those, man. Man. Watching old Simpsons DVDs, that's, that's like my favorite. That's like the jam right there. That's how you spend a... That's how you spend a Sunday afternoon when it's raining. You don't know what to do. You watch popping a season eight Simpsons, season nine. 
like I think my favorite years were probably like if you have to narrow down like the prime of the Simpsons, maybe like I'd say like season six to eleven, like something like that, like seven to twelve, something like that. Just right in that right in that pocket, seven to twelve. Man, those are like some of the best years and I can't believe that show is still on TV. How is it, how is that show still not that it's not a good show, but it's been on TV for like that that show's been on TV for like over 30 years. How is a show on TV for over 30 years? I mean, I guess it has to be a cartoon for one cuz it's like it would be too weird if it was like Seinfeld and it was on for 30 years. Like imagine like Seinfeld, but it's like all the characters are like, they're like in their eighties. Like Kramer's like in his nineties. They're like <laughs> Kramer, <laughs> Kramer would just bust through the door. The door would bust open and then he would just slowly come in with his walker with, you know, like the walker with tennis balls. You you know what I'm talking about, of course. Oh man, that's probably someone's probably done that sketch before. That sounds like a I mean, it's probably impossible. Like you'd probably get sued by Jerry Seinfeld or something for for trying to like make fun of Seinfeld and like do a parody with it, but I'm sure someone's came up with the idea for old Seinfeld. That sounds that's too good too good to pass up. Simply simply irresistible. Who did that song? Tweet me. Tweet me and let me know who did that song. <laughs> who is it? Simply Irresistible. That's not even how it goes. I can't remember how it goes, but it's one of those classic songs. You know. You know. Alright. What was I talking about? The Simpsons. I love Simpsons. Other shows I like. Cartoons. Family Guy. I. It's, all, it's a big debate. And and. Endless, timeless debate of cartoons. What's better, Family Guy or South Park? What do you think? I think, honestly, if I had to watch, if I had to watch three hours of one of those shows, I would honestly go with with Family Guy. I think South Park is is kind of, I don't know, it's just kind of vul. It's, it's very vulgar. I mean, not that Family Guy's not vulgar, but for some reason, (laughs) excuse me, excuse me, let me clear my throat, shout out to Jalen Rose, let me clear my throat, he does that on a, man, I love podcasts, he does that on Jalen Jacoby, one of the podcasts I'm a subscribed, I'm a subscriber of Jalen and Jacoby, but he does that, but anyway, what was I saying? Family Guy. I would honestly choose Family Guy over South Park. Like, Family Guy, for some reason, it just seems like it's like a little more family friendly. Like, I'm not trying to be like funny here. I'm saying like, Family Guy seems a little more like if if I was a parent and I found out my kid was watching South Park, I would be like, are you kidding me? Like, that is like that is just not appropriate. That does not seem like appropriate stuff for, I don't know, you know what I'm saying? But like Family Guy, like, 
for some reason it seems like a little more like a little more like presentable i don't know who who knows i i'm getting distracted here because i have to go i have to go to the bathroom so let me see if i can pause this thing all right i'm back (laughs) i figured out how to successfully pause it and go to the bathroom and then come back and restart the recording and it looks like we're we're good we're good we are recording holy cow I think I just, I think I just urinated a two-liter bottle of Mountain Dew. I mean, I didn't, I didn't urinate Mountain Dew. I mean, for some reason, I felt like I had to say what. Oh man, excuse me. I just felt like I had to specify what kind of, what kind of soda it was for some reason, but. Just like paint a picture in, in the listener's mind. You know, because that's the kind of host I am on the podcast, A Star's Born. Episode one, Will Farrell. Back to the show. <laughs> but anyway, let's get back to talking. We're, we're I know we're doing we're doing Will Farrell. You tuned in to listen to to talk about Will Farrell. But I'm talking about Family Guy still, so let's get back to that. I'm talking about Family Guy versus South Park. And oh man, I just want to say, get ready, get buckled in for, for the long haul right now. Because I was going to try to finish it. I was going to try to hold it and then finish it. <laughs> no, this, that sounds weird. No, I was going to try to hold my, my urine and finish the podcast. But, but then I, I audibled right there. And I'm so, so happy. So happy that I did. That is, that that's always going to be an option in the back of my mind for the A Star's Born podcast. Is I can pause it and go to the bathroom if I need to, because and I don't need to stress about trying to hold it and I'm distracted. I was distracted and I couldn't think straight. I th- I couldn't think, but now I can think. My mind is free. I feel amazing because. Uh, Oh, I'm stretching. Ah, ah. Oh, do you ever, you ever just like stretch your back real good? I think every day you gotta do that. Just reach your arms. Ah, ah. Oh, that's not. That's good pod. That's good pod right there. Listening to. <laughs> just listening to a dude just. Oh, stretching his back, dude. You got. I'm doing it right now. It feels amazing, man. It feels amazing. I'm telling you, dude. If you're listening to this right now, even if you're like even if you're on the bus or like the monorail or something or the subway, just reach and stretch. Don't worry about people staring at you. Just know that they're staring at you. But just embrace embrace the stare. You know what I'm saying? Just embrace it. And reach your arms to the sky. And stretch, stretch. Oh, okay, that feels great. <sighs> Take a deep breath. This just turns into like a meditation podcast. Those are my mom listens to those. <laughs> now that's a now that's a way to get a podcast. All you have to do is just be like, breathe in deeply. Take a deep breath in for ten seconds. 
breathe out and think about sheep leaping off a trampoline and dunking a basketball through a hoop over a fence the sheep leaps off the trampoline over the fence does a 360 between the legs alley-oop to another sheep leaping over an opposite fence on the opposite side of the hoop here comes the other sheep Take another deep breath. The other sheep comes flying in, reaching towards the sky like Michael Jordan of the sheep, reaching far above. Take another deep breath. Breathe in for eight seconds and dream of these sheep flying in towards the hoop from the free throw line for a 360 jump between the legs. That's how you do it, baby. That's how you do it. It's like Space Jam. Okay. Now that we did that, cross, cross that off <laughs> like that was planned. I have like a sheet of paper just says like sheep meditation, sheep Michael Jordan meditation. No, anyway. I'm saying, all right. I'm like rustling papers over here. I'm saying... <laughs> Family Guy is better than South Park. <laughs> okay. Now I'm happy we settled that. I'm happy you, you're allowing me that. Um, I don't know. South Park's just a little vulgar for me. It's just Family Guy's funny. I like it when Family Guy does. I like it when they do the flashbacks. Like Those flashbacks in Family Guy are like funnier than anything South Park does in my opinion. Like I don't know. I don't know, man. I don't know, man. Something about those 2000... <laughs> was it like? It's like 2005 to like... It's the second running of... Remember Family Guy? Got like, it got like canceled or something. And like... How did that show get canceled? That's crazy. Just It wasn't that popular in its first running there. Um, Yeah. But then it came back in like... 04. It was like 04, 05 or something. And it's like... That show was like on fire from like 05 to like 07 or whatever those are some of the funniest episodes but yeah man yeah man this isn't this isn't a family guy podcast though like you probably know that this is not a family guy podcast this is a star is born episode one will ferrell that's what i'm talking about baby but let, let's see what got us onto this whole jag about cartoons. It was King of the Hill. That's what we're talking about. Will Ferrell was on an episode, one episode of King of the Hill in 1999. He played Coach Lucas. So that's fun. Um, if you saw that and liked it, I'm happy for you. I'm happy that... <laughs> I mean, I was never a fan of King of the Hill. Like, I never got into that show. Like Even, like, I gotta be honest, like... It's another Mike Judge show, but Beavis and Butthead. I'm sure. I'm sure some of you are just like, I love Beavis and Butthead. Like people love that. That's like a cult hit. You know what I'm saying? That is a. That's a cult classic show. Like people love that show. But I cannot. I I could watch it. Sit down and watch an episode of Beavis and Butthead. I'm just like, what am I watching right now? What am I watching right now? But. It makes me very confused. I get confused easily. If you can't, if you couldn't tell. So, 
after a king is um king <laughs> easy easy there easy a sport after king of the hill he was in what was this the second austin powers the spy who shagged me um not as good as the first one remember we were talking about that like i was saying not as good as the first one that's just my opinion if you think the second one's if you think a spy who shagged me is better then Go ahead and write. I don't write about it. I don't know. Do something about it. <laughs> no, that's not. That sounds like very menacing and threatening. That's not what I meant. That's not. I'm sorry. <laughs> I just break down. I'm sorry. I did not mean it that way. Okay. After that, he was in. He was in something called Happily Ever After Fairy Tales for Every Child. <laughs> He was Mamet the Moocher. Okay, so I don't even know what that was. I'm not going to worry about that. Um, after that, he was in... Who's in Who's in this movie? Is this is that Kirsten Dunst, it looks like? In the movie Dick. He plays Bob... Bob Woodward. That's a great name. <laughs> that sounds like... That sounds like if Squidward was a person. If Squidward was a person, his name would be... Bob Woodward. <laughs> I don't know why, but that just seems like it for me. That just that just hits the spot. <laughs> All right. Um, another after this, another SNL. I believe this is an, another SNL spinoff. Um, Superstar. Have not seen it. That was 1999. Oh my gosh, we still have so much to go. We are. This is gonna take a long time. Holy cow! <laughs> buckle in, people. I'm saying, I'm saying, buckle, buckle down, folks. We are not even to, we aren't even to Y2K yet. <laughs> we are not even to the turn of the century with our Will Ferrell expedition here. So, <laughs> I have no idea what Superstar is. I'm gonna here we here. Let's do something fun here. I'm gonna click on Superstar. Um. Do I want the maximum IMDb app? No, thank you. All right, let's see what I'm going to read. I want to read what. <laughs> let's see. I'm, I'm scrolling through right now. I'm trying to figure out. I'm trying to find what the plot of this movie is. Okay, this is no fun. I can't even find. <laughs> All right. All right, so much for trying to do that. I was trying to find the plot of the movie. Oh, here we go. Plot summary. Here we go. Plot summary. Here we go. Oh, it's so long. Oh my gosh. All right, let's just let's just let's just barrel through this. Here we go. Orphan Mary Catherine Gallagher, an ugly duckling at St. Monica High School, has a dream to be kissed soulfully. <laughs> she decides she can realize the dream if she becomes a superstar. So her prayers, her fantasies, and her conversations with her only friend focus on achieving superstardom. Her big chance... It, this is kind of like... This sounds like almost like a movie about the Kardashians or something. Like, this is like... This movie is like oddly like... <laughs> I feel like a psychic like wrote this. You know what I mean? Like, she just wants to be famous. It sounds like... Doesn't that sound like the Kardashians to you? Does that not sound like the Kardashians? All right. Anyway, any hoozles. Her big chance is a school talent contest. 
her main competition is Evian, the school beauty, who is dancing with Sky, the object of Mary Catherine's kiss dream. Mary Catherine gets some talent show help from her fellow special education students, her grandma, and Jesus. <laughs> and Jesus. And inspiration from secrets in her past. Watching the sky. Watch, no, watching our sky, Evian, and a silent classmate. Okay. That sounds kind of fun. I don't know. That sounds okay. <laughs> I'm, I'm, I don't know if I'm happy that we did that or sad or <laughs> I don't know how I feel about all that. <laughs> anyway, anyway, let's get back to Will Ferrell's filmography. Um, so, hey, we made it to Y2K, folks. We made it, guys. We made it. We're in the year 2000. It's no longer the 20th century. It's now the 21st century. Yeah. Oh my gosh. <laughs> okay. So Will Ferrell, he's in a little movie called Drowning Mona. Never heard of Drowning Mona. Let's click on Drowning Mona. Let's see what Drowning Mona's about. All right. Let's just read the short synopsis here. So it's a comedy crime mystery. When a woman... <laughs> When a woman drives a car into the river to her death, everyone in town becomes a suspect. Okay. I can't believe Will Ferrell is in that movie. <laughs> what? That's crazy. That's like the most serious movie that Will Ferrell's ever been in. What are you talking about? <laughs> That's funny. Drowning Mona. Holy cow. He plays a dude named Cubby. Wow. All right. Then he's in. We're, we're making it through this, folks. We're doing it. We're doing it. Um, he's in a TV series, Strangers with Candy. Um, he plays Bob Whiteley. Um, I'm going to look at that one. Then he's in the movie, The Ladies' Man. That sounds pretty funny. <clears throat> the Ladies' Man. Um, he plays Lance DeLoon. That's a funny name. Oh, this is this is a Tim Meadows movie. Okay, so I wonder if I wonder if this is also an SNL movie. It's another one of those in the SNL gauntlet. <laughs> oh my gosh, they have so many. All right, then he's in Jay and Silent Bob. All right, speaking of SNL movies, sorry to side sorry to sidetrack you off Jay and Silent Bob right there. Um, uh, you know a good SNL movie. <laughs> you know a good SNL movie. Um it's called uh what's it called? What's it called? Staten Island Summer. I think that's what it's called. It's on Netflix. That's a good movie. Like I love that. Like I watched that movie when when I was down in LA for for a minute, for a hot minute in September of 2015. I remember I was at a Starbucks and I watched Staten Island summer at a Starbucks <laughs> because that's what you do I guess I guess that's what you do when you're in Los Angeles and you're 22 years old and you don't know what to do you go sit in a Starbucks and watch a movie <laughs> I remember <laughs> oh my gosh I watched um 
Adam I watched Adam Carolla's documentary, the Paul Newman documentary. <laughs> it must have been the same time as I watched is when I watched Staten Island Summer. I also watched the Paul Newman doc with Adam Carolla, uh, his documentary. Um Adam Carolla's Paul Newman Paul Newman documentary. I just thought that, that was funny. I probably was sitting in that Starbucks for like five hours or something i probably didn't even oh my gosh i probably didn't even buy anything that sounds terrible <laughs> oh no <laughs> i can't believe i'm this is like a dirty secret oh man i probably sat in the starbucks for like five hours and just oh my gosh that's terrible <laughs> that's that is t- terrible i'm just ripping off their wi-fi <laughs> anyway that's I guess that's what you do when you're 22 and you you go to LA by yourself. You're like, I'm gonna go to Starbucks and watch some movies, make myself feel at home. All right, um, <laughs> that was a fun little story. So Jay and Silent Bob strike back. He plays the Federal Wildlife Marshal Willen Holly. <laughs> that's a mouthful federal wildlife marshal will and holly holy cow that's hard to that sounds funny though speaking of family guy he plays the black knight fat greek guy and miles chatterbox musket from 2000 to 2001 and two episodes of family guy all right we have not we haven't even made it to any good will ferrell movies really but speaking of good Will Ferrell movies, here's a good Will Ferrell movie. It's called Zoolander. <laughs> Perhaps you've heard of it. Zoolander, Mugatu. This is a hilarious movie, folks. I love this movie, people. You should definitely watch Zoolander if you have not seen Zoolander. But whatever you do, I'm warning you right now, whatever you do, probably just skip it altogether, but whatever you do, do not, do not, repeat, do not watch Zoolander 2 first, or ever. Just just skip it altogether. Zoolander 2 is an awful movie. <laughs> it's just not, sorry, sorry to whoever made that, whoever directed that movie and they spent years on it probably just trying to perfect it and they poured their gut all their guts and heart and soul into it i'm truly sorry but i did not <laughs> from the bottom of my heart i did not enjoy zoolander 2 <laughs> sorry but actually i i love zoolander so there um anyway he is in <laughs> He's in a TV series called The Oblongs. What's what's The Oblongs? Who knows? But he he was the main character. Oh, it's a cartoon. Will Ferrell did a lot of he did a lot of voiceover. I wonder if he still does a lot of voiceover work. But he did a lot of voiceover work in cartoons and stuff. Holy cow! He plays Bob Oblong. Bob Oblong. Bob Oblong. The main character. It looks like. In the Oblongs for eight episodes in 2001, he is in the TV show Undeclared, which is like the unofficial sequel of Freaks and Geeks. It's all about Freaks and Geeks. If you haven't, that's another thing. It's on Netflix. Um, 
If you haven't seen Freaks and Geeks, you should definitely watch it. It's a great show. And you're probably a fan of, hey, you're listening to this episode of A Star is Born, episode one, Will Ferrell. So you're probably a fan of Judd Apatow. If I had to venture a guess, I'd say you're probably a fan of Judd Apatow. Hey, speaking of Judd Apatow, hey, it's more excitement. More excitement in the podcast. I'm walking over to the microwave where, as you can tell by now, is where I keep a bunch of my books it's by my microwave in my room that I don't use. It's not plugged in. Oh my gosh, this is so exciting. So, I have... <laughs> this is so exciting! <laughs> so, I have my book of... um. It's called Sick in the Head, Judd Apatow. Hey, yeah, you heard that right. It's a book by Judd Apatow. And guess... Who has a quote on the back of this mo- <laughs> this book? Guess who has a quote on the back of it? You're not going to ever guess. You're never going to guess who it is. You're never going to guess. Guess. Yell it out right now. Yell it out wherever you are. If you're on a hot air balloon, if you're on a hot air balloon high above mountains, high above the same mountains on my on my ball cap, on my stretchy, meshy ball cap, my weasel, Oisel, oisel. If you're on like a hot air balloon high above those mountains, just yell it out right now into the mountains. Just yell it out and cause an avalanche. I'm telling you, yell it out into the mountains with, with all your heart, all your guts. Yell it out. Guess who's on the back of this book? It's the one and only. Guess who it is? Oh my gosh, I I can't even bear the excitement anymore. The, this drum roll is too long. It's Will Ferrell. Will Ferrell is on the back of this book. He has a quote on the back of this book. That's right. That is right, baby. That is right, baby. Yes. Why am I? I don't know why I'm so excited about this. But I am absolutely thrilled that Will Ferrell has a quote that I can read from the back of this book. Here we go. Anyone even remotely interested in comedy or humanity should own this book. It is hilarious and informative, and it contains insightful interviews with the greatest comics, comedians, and comedians of our time my representatives assure me i will appear in a future edition <laughs> that's hilarious that's so funny wolf Rose, he see he he doesn't even have to be in movies it doesn't even have to be a movie he can just be in he can just be in print just his words are funny it's just like a matter of fact wolf Rose is just a funny dude any hoozles i thought that would I thought y'all would get a kick out of that. I mean, I certainly did. That was, that was a. F- I wonder if I have anything else sitting around here that's gonna, that's gonna come up. I'm gonna go grab it. That's funny. Holy cow, that's hilarious. I don't know. Maybe, maybe I'll start talking about a Bill Simmons book, and I'll go grab the Bill Simmons book. Maybe we'll, maybe we'll start talking about the greatest. Oh, that'd be fun. Oh, I'm gonna go grab that. I'm gonna go grab the. The the Bill Simmons book of basketball. I, I know this is not a basketball podcast, but oh, we have to remember to look up. What are we gonna look up at the end? What are we gonna look up at the end, folks? That's right, Robert Goulet. Got to remember to Google Robert Goulet at the end of the podcast, people. We gotta see if I remember. I'll remember, of course I will. But I, I just grabbed the Bill Simmons book of basketball. Like this looks like the original edition. So we can go through. 
Oh man, holy cow, I got all excited there. We can go through that and he ranks the greatest players of all time, so we can talk about that. And see if we see if we agree with his rankings. <laughs> He's probably a huge homer when it comes to the Celtics, so I bet he has I bet he has Larry Bird like super high and he probably has Bill Russell super high too. But we'll see where those guys we'll see where they land on the rankings. Holy cow, I'm excited to see that. But anyway, back to back to Will Ferrell's filmography. So, he's in Undeclared, like we talked about. Um, you gotta go watch Freaks and Geeks. Put that in your Netflix queue. Behind in a world, in a world, in a world. How you doing? How you doing? How you doing? Put put that in your Netflix queue, baby. Anywho. Yes, we're talking about your Netflix queue. It's very personal. I'm sorry. I don't want to. I don't want to offend you. Um. So he plays Michael, um, Brian's boyfriend in Boat Trip. Um. That's another SNL movie, I believe. That's another. That's that's brief. Um. Then he plays. Oh, here we go. This now we're in the classics, baby. Now we are in the classics. First, I want to talk about before we get to the classics. Let's talk about Boat Trip. I've never, I've never seen Boat Trip, <laughs> but I just want to read you the one sentence synopsis of this movie and see what you think about it. Are you ready for this? Here we go. Two straight men mistakenly end up on a gaze only cruise. <laughs> Imagine that, like, could that even be a movie nowadays? Like, would that movie get made in 2019 is what I'm saying. Do you think that? (laughs) Oh, my God. Like, I just, like, what? Like, no way. Like, there's no way that that movie gets made in 2019. That just shows how much our society has changed since 2002. Holy cow. 2002 was a different time. <laughs> oh my god, that's funny. Oh my gosh. That movie is not getting made in 2000. I mean, it's not. It's just not getting made in 2019. That's all I'm saying. Um, anyway, back to Wolf Ferrell's list here. So after Boat Trip, we got old school classic Frank the Tank. Frank the Tank. Frank the Tank. Frank the Tank. Frank the Tank, Frank the Tank, yeah! Oh man, that movie, just thinking about that just gets me pumped up right there. Blue, you're my boy! Blue, you're my boy, Blue! Blue, you're my boy! Love that movie. That is a classic movie. Um, You haven't seen it? It's a movie about a bunch of old guys who start a fraternity. Um, and it's hilarious. You should watch it. I'm surprised you haven't seen it. You're listening to the Will Ferrell episode of A Star is Born, episode one. How have you not seen old school? No, I mean, you, 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 we all have holes in our game. Like, let's talk about some of the most famous movies that we have never seen. For example, I have never seen The Godfather. I have never seen The Godfather. Is that crazy? 
I don't think I've ever seen Rocky. <laughs> you guys are probably getting so mad right now, but I don't think I've ever seen Rocky. That's probably blasphemy. But I don't care. I don't care if you're offended by it. I'm just gonna I'm just speaking my heart, man, and I don't think I've ever seen Rocky, man. Or Rocky 2, or Rocky 3, or Rocky 4, or Rocky 5, or Rocky 6, or Rocky 7, or Rocky 8, Rocky 9, Rocky 10, Rocky 11, Rocky 12. How many Rockies are there? <laughs> I don't know. I have no idea because I've never seen it. <laughs> um, I've never seen Creed either. Creed looks good. I like to see Creed. But, well, anyway, those are just a few of the movies I've never seen. The famous movies I've never seen. I've never seen Titanic. Man, that's another big one. Another big hole in my game. My movie game. My cinematic game. Never seen Titanic? What? Okay. So after old school, he's in a TV series, The Guardian. He plays attorney Larry Flood. Never heard of that one. Okay. No, here's another classic. Hey, it's Elf. It's our buddy Elf. Buddy. How have you never seen Elf? <laughs> you got to see Elf, though. Elf is a great movie. I mean, I'm sure you've probably seen it. Like, that's like a. Honestly, Elf might be my favorite Christmas movie if I'm speaking from my heart again. I mean, Elf is a great Christmas movie. Is Where's some of the other good Christmas movies? Like, we got like. Christmas Vacation, that's a good one. Um, Home Alone's a good Christmas movie. Um, oh, Die Hard. I've never seen Die Hard. But I always talk, I always hear people talking about how it's a good Christmas movie. <laughs> I've never seen it, but Christmas with the Cranks is a great one. That's a, That might be my favorite Christmas movie. Christmas with the Cranks. Tim Allen... And um, is it is it Jamie Lee Curtis? Is Jamie Lee Curtis in that one? I don't know. Who knows? I'm not, I'm too lazy to look it up. Okay, here we go. Duh, dead air is never good. <laughs> never want to do that. Come on, man. Come on. What are you an amateur? Are you an amateur podcaster, dude? Um, then he's in something called. A TV short called MTV Reloaded. He's the architect. He's in something called Conversation with Ron Burgundy. A video short. So I guess that is right before... Well, before that, we have Starsky and Hutch. I've seen that one. That's something I've seen with him. It's the remake with uh, Ben Stiller and Owen Wilson. Wow. 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 Owen Wilson. Wow. Wow. Okay. Um that's a pretty funny movie though. That movie's not terrible. That's okay. Um Okay, then he's in the one that we all know and love him from. You all know it. Anchorman, the legend of Ron Burgundy. Gosh. That might it might be my favorite Will Ferrell movie. We'll we'll get down to it at the end. We'll have to rank. I'll have to rank my top three Will Ferrell movies at the end. We'll do that. That'll be fun. First, we'll do 
We'll do no. We'll save Goulet for last. We'll save Goulet for that'll be the last thing we'll do. Maybe at the end of every podcast, we'll maybe at the end of every podcast we'll say a fun fact about Robert Goulet or something like that. <laughs> that sounds fun. Um. So he's in something called Melinda and Melinda. It looks like a movie. He plays Hobie. Um. Never heard of it. Um. Wake Up, Ron Burgundy, The Lost Movie, Ron Burgundy. It's like a video. Okay, I don't know what that is, really. Um, The Wendell Baker Story. He plays Dave. I do not know The Wendell Baker Story, and I am not going to look it up. He's in... Oh, this is a great Will Ferrell movie. This is a funny one. Kicking Screaming. He plays Phil Weston. That's the movie where he's he's the the youth soccer coach who always loses his temper. Oh my gosh, this movie is so funny. This is a hilarious movie. <laughs> this is a under. This is what I say is the classic underrated Will Ferrell movie, Kicking Screaming. I think Mike Ditka is in it. If that if that makes you more more likely to watch it. If that floats your boat, Mike Dicka. Um, then he's in Bewitched. He plays Jack Wyatt slash Darren. Never seen Bewitched. Then he's in Wedding Crashers. Another good movie. He plays a small part. He plays Chaz Reinhold. That's a funny. That's when he's like, Mom, the meatloaf. That's when he, the meatloaf. He yells. He yells about that. That's pretty funny. Um, I don't know. In my opinion, in my humble opinion, Wedding Crashers kind of falls apart. Wedding Crashers kind of falls apart. Then I don't know, man. Second half of that movie. Try watching the second half of that movie again. Not that great. You love the first half. I know you do. But the second half, check it out. Bradley Cooper's pretty funny in that. Like when he's like. Crab cakes and football, baby. <laughs> That's what Maryland does, baby. Crab cakes and fo- crab cakes and football. <laughs> That's great. That's great stuff. Um, let's see. I, I gotta stop saying. I gotta stop doing that. <laughs> I keep saying. I uh, keep saying. Um, gotta stop saying. Um, come on, Chris. Gotta stop saying. Um, now I'm like my own podcast coach. Come on, Chris. Let's go. Okay. He's in something called. Winter Passing. Uh, he plays Corbett. Do not know it. He's in The Producers. He plays Franz Liebkind. Liebkind. Don't know it. I'm um, not going to look it up. He's in Curious George. We all know Curious George. He plays Ted, Man with the Yellow Hat. He's the voice of that. That's a voiceover work. I've not seen that movie. Probably out of my wheelhouse now. Missed my chance to watch it. But here's one of the top Will Ferrell movies. Here it comes. Talladega Nights, The Ballad of Ricky Bobby. He plays Ricky Bobby, the title character. This is a great movie. This is this might be my favorite Will Ferrell movie. Holy cow. When he's when he thinks he's on fire, that's just classic cinema right there. 
He's running around and yelling for Tom Cruise and Oprah and stuff. That is some, that's some good stuff. That's why I said that. That's what makes me chuckle. Um, here we go. Here we go. <laughs> he plays Harold Crick in Stranger Than Fiction. I've seen that one. I think I watched that movie for like a class, like a like an assignment or something. It was like in a, like a psychology class. I think I watched that movie for like a class assignment. It's weird. Like why would I wa- why would I get to watch a Will Ferrell movie for a homework assignment? That's what that's the kind of weird stuff you do in college. You you take psycho- psychology classes and watch Will Ferrell movies. Uh, then he's in let's see, we can mow through some stuff here. He's in a short called The Procedure. He plays Bob. He's in of another short this is 2007 good cop baby cop he plays angel or on hell i don't know which one it is he plays in a tv series the naked trucker and t-bones show he plays chuck bilson i have no idea what any of those words meant <laughs> not gonna worry about it though because what we have next is another classic Underrated Will Ferrell movie. Underrated Will Ferrell movie alert. Beep, 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 beep. That's what this sounds like when it's an underrated Will Ferrell movie. It makes that beeping noise. It's <laughs> Ready, folks? That's my drum roll. Sorry. Sorry about that. That I have no idea how that sounded. That probably didn't sound good. <laughs> it's Blades of Glory, people. Remember Blades of Glory? He plays Chaz Michael Michaels. It's the figure skating movie with the dude from Napoleon Dynamite. This that's a great movie. That's this is a funny movie. Um, and then he's in another short. He was in a lot of shorts in two thousand seven. Called the Landlord. He plays Renter. <laughs> then he's in. A movie I never really got into, semi-pro. He plays Jackie Moon. Never, never really. Like I think I've seen like bits of pieces on it. Probably, probably on the aforementioned FX. But if we're gonna be completely honest here, which I think we should be completely honest here when we're talking about Will Ferrell or anything, really. Um, <laughs> never really got into semi-pro. So I don't know. Seem seem kind of. Just kind of off. Just kind of off to me. For something. I don't know. It seemed like a fake movie. It was like a fake Will Ferrell movie. Like it didn't seem like legit for some reason. Who knows? Who knows, man? Maybe I saw it. Maybe I watched it in a, the wrong setting or something. I can't really remember where I watched it. But who knows, man? I think the environment you watch a movie in has a big impact on whether you remember liking it or not. Like, like. You know what I'm saying like if you're if you're like in the middle of the woods like running from a bear and watching like semi pro then you're not gonna you're not gonna remember semi pro fondly. What can I say, man? <laughs> That's all I have to say. <laughs> it just ends right there. No, it's not over because after semi pro we have maybe maybe Will Ferrell's best movie, Step Brothers. <laughs> he plays Brennan Huff. Oh my gosh, Step Brothers, 
is a classic comedy, one of the funniest movies of all time. Him and the the old Talladega Nights duo of uh, Ricky Bobby and Cal Naughton Jr. returns with, I can't remember their names, but was it Brennan and something? Brennan and something. And Derek. Derek was his brother, but I can't remember um, John C. Riley's name. Dale. Brennan and Dale. That was it. Brennan and Dale. The old stepbrothers. That's a great movie. All right, enough about that. <laughs> then we have another video short. Um, Green Team. He plays Arnold Darkschner. Okay. We have SNL Weekend Update Summer Edition. He plays George W. Bush. The Lonely Island featuring Will Ferrell and J.J. Abrams. Cool Guys Don't Look at Explosions. That I remember that music video. That was funny. Remember when Lonely Island was just on fire? Gosh, they were they were on speaking of, no pun intended with the cool guys don't look at explosions, but they were on fire. <laughs> they were everywhere back in like high school when I was in high school, you know. Um Late Night with Conan O'Brien. He played George W. Bush and Scrub a Dub. You're welcome, America. A f- Final Night with George W. Bush. He plays George W. Bush. Oh, here's a just an awful Will Ferrell movie coming up right here. <laughs> no offense, but Land of the Lost. I think it was like an old TV series from like the 80s or something, maybe the 70s. But I do not understand what why people got into this show. Land of the Lost seemed just seemed like a weird show to me. And the movie was just absolutely bizarre. <laughs> it made no sense, and it, I, I couldn't figure it out. I couldn't, could not figure that movie out for the life of me. Um. Anyway, he plays Doctor Rick Marshall. I'm like, it sounds like I'm like angry at it. I'm not angry at it, man. <laughs> I actually have a funny story about that. So, Land of the Lost came out in 2009. I was only 16. Um. So I saw that movie. Well, oh yeah, here it here it was. So first, it was me and my friend Stephen. Shout out Stephen Ungeract. He was like my best friend growing up. Um, so we went to, we bought a ticket for year one. So we we went to year one first. It must have been PG thirteen. It must not have been R because we were only sixteen. And then we went to. After that, we snuck into, <laughs> the Hangover. That's when we went to The Hangover. That That's like such a good movie. I can't believe we went to The Hangover in the middle of this three-movie escapade. <laughs> that's crazy. This three-movie marathon. That's so awesome. But um, yeah, dude. We went to The Hangover. We snuck into it. That's such a cool memory to sneak in. That's such a cool movie to sneak into. The Hangover, dude. Come on, man. That's awesome, dude. That's awesome, man. I love it. Um, and then the third movie that we went to was, you guessed it, Land of the Lost. So, yeah, and then that was a really a big letdown after after the Hangover. <laughs> imagine, imagine going to Land of the Lost directly from the Hangover. Like how big of a letdown that must have been. I mean, just imagine that for a second. That's so funny. But that's what that's what you get for sneaking the movies, I guess. That's what 
that's what happens, man. You get you get, sometimes you go to some bad movies. You you roll the dice. You know what I'm saying? That's what happens when you go to movies. <laughs> that's the motto. That should be the motto of this podcast of the A Star's Born podcast. That's what happens when you go to the movies. <laughs> it's like our very funny, our very funny TBS. That's what happens when you go to the movies. A Star's Born. Episode one, Will Ferrell, baby. <laughs> Alrighty, baby. Let's get back to it. So, Land Loss, that's my memory of Land Loss. That's the story for that. Um, the Goods, Live Hard, Sell Hard. He plays McDermott. That movie's just awful. That's a Jeremy Piven movie. That's another. So, Will Ferrell had a rough little run here. After he had a little, he had a little stepbrother's hangover, if you will. Not hangover the movie, but he had a hangover from Step Brothers. Um, so, wow! Apparently, in two thousand nine, in SpongeBob SquarePants, he plays himself in an episode. That's so funny that Will Ferrell plays himself in an episode of, of SpongeBob. That's hilarious to me. Uh, then he goes in the TV series. He plays Carpet Bros. He plays Grant Meesum. So whatever that means, then Drunk History. Oh, Drunk History is such a great show. If you haven't seen Drunk History, you gotta watch that show. Call me Central. All right, I guess I'll have to pr- explain the premise now. Guess now that we brought it up, you can't just bring up Drunk History and not explain the premise of it. All right, so here we go. I'll try to be quick. <laughs> not that not that anything about this podcast has been quick, but that's not the point of. A Stars Born podcast is not the point to be quick. It's to elaborate about things and think about them. Think about, mold them over in your mind, man. Come on, man. So, the premise of drunk history. They pretty much, they go to someone's house. It's usually like a comedian or actor. And they get drunk. The host, Derek Waters, he gets drunk with them. So they're drunk. And then the the celebrity whose house they're at, they interview them about a story from history that they had they had already prepared like like a week earlier they had given them the information like to, like told them like their do their homework basically and study it basically. You know what I'm saying? You know what I'm saying? So so they're all like they've they've all read up on a story from history. So they're like all ready to go and talk about uh, talk about that story. And they're all drunk too. So it's hilarious when they're talking about it. And then the the crazy part about the show is that then they use real actors who they act out the scenes from the story that the drunk person was talking about and they they mouth the words of the drunk person. You know what I'm saying? They they use the drunk person as the voiceover to the actors and the actors mouth the words of the drunk person. It's hilarious. I think I, I think I explained it well enough. It's a funny show. I I definitely recommend it. So, after that, he's in a video short pres- presidential reunion. He plays you guessed it, George W. Bush. Man, he does a lot of appearances as George W. Bush. Then he's in Tim and Eric Awesome Show, Great Job, Donald Mahanahan. Tim Heidecker was just on an episode of Dumb People Town, another podcast that I'm a proud subscriber of. 
Oh, Dumb People Town, um, the Sklar Brothers podcast. I definitely recommend listening to the Sklar Brothers. They had one of the funniest, one of my favorite shows growing up. Like, remember I talked about The Simpsons being my favorite show? Well, another one of my favorite shows was this ESPN classic show called Cheap Seats that the Sklar Brothers hosted. They're this pair of twin comedians twin brothers from St. Louis and they're huge sports fans and they're comedians and in cheap seats they would watch like they'd watch like the wide world of sports from like 1976 and they'd watch these guys like doing like jumping motorcycles like on ice and stuff and like running over and jumping over barrels and like and like running through rings of fire and like like holding their breath for like 12 minutes and like like karate kicking elephants and like do, I don't know about that <laughs> doing all this like crazy stuff that you would never even dream of doing <laughs> or like showing on TV like and the Sklar brothers would watch these videos and they would just they would make jokes they would talk over them and make jokes over them and they <laughs> they would they'd watch like old bowling videos or like guys or like late guys and ladies playing darts or like something like crazy stuff like that you know what i mean like mini golf and like just the funniest stuff basically that you can imagine like two comedians who twin brothers who are huge sports fans and hilarious people just imagine that and now go to youtube and type in cheap seats and you can pretty much see all their episodes on YouTube, I, I believe. So that'll keep you busy for a few days. So after that, we got The Other Guys. That's a fun. Now, that's a funny movie. Will Ferrell and Mark Wahlberg. Oh, for some reason, I have a feeling that Mark Wahlberg's name might come up again on the podcast of Stars Born in the future, in a future episode. For some reason, I just have a. I have a feeling that Mark Wahlberg might show up there. Um, then we have the other guy's NYPD recruitment video, a video short. He plays also plays Alan Gamble again. Must have been some weird promo thing or something. Um, then he does Everything Must Go. He plays Nick Halsey. That's like a serious drama. It's like a drama Will Ferrell movie. Like he gets like I think he his wife breaks up with him or something and kicks him out of his house. Kicks him out of the house and it's like all his stuff's on the front yard or something. And like I've seen it. Like I watched that movie like a long time ago. It's from twenty ten. So it's from nine years ago, but I don't know, man. It's like <laughs> as far as Will Ferrell movies go, it's like one of the most serious pieces of art you've ever seen featuring Will Ferrell. Anyway. Um, it's, it's okay. I don't know. It's all right. I don't know if I really recommend it. It's okay. After that, he plays Megamind in the movie Megamind. I think I've seen that one. Um, I'm not sure. It's, it's the cartoon. It's not Pixar, but it's like Disney or something. Then he, he's in a short. He plays David Bowie in Peace on Earth, Little Drummer Boy, uh, slash Little Drummer Boy. Um, then he's in a Beastie Boys short, Fight for Your Right Revisited. He plays Ad Rock, B-Boys 2. 
Okay, I'm not not really a big Beastie Boys fan. Personally, I don't know. You're a, hey, if you like the Beastie Boys, you like the Beastie Boys. Nothing wrong with that, man. If you like, maybe tweet me. Tweet me your favorite. Tweet me your favorite Beastie Boys song, and we'll see if we'll see if we can convert me to a Beastie Boys fan by the end of by the, the end of 2019. Then he's in Funny or Die presents. He plays Will and Grant Meesum as well. Then he's in another Megamind thing. He Megamind the Button of Doom, a video short. Then he's in another BC Boys thing. I didn't know he's so into the BC Boys. BC Boys makes some noise. He plays Ad Rock. Then he's in one of my favorite TV shows, The Office. Yeah. I'm sure you probably love The Office too, right? Everyone loves The Office. Come on, man. If you haven't seen The Office, I'd be very surprised. I'd be a surprised person. He plays D'Angelo Vickers for four episodes. He's only in that. It seems like he was in more episodes for some reason, but he's only in that show for four episodes. Um, Gotta stop saying, um, Chris. Come on, Chris. Stop saying, um. <laughs> then he's in... Tim and Eric's Billion Dollar Movie, another Tim and Eric thing. He plays Damien Weebs. Oh my gosh, Will Ferrell's been in so much stuff. Then he's in Casa de Mi Padre. He plays Armando. It's like the lead. He's like the lead in that movie. I think I tried watching that movie for like five minutes. Sounds like. I think it had subtitles. Sounds like. I'm not a fan. I don't know. Like, I'm just too lazy to like try to watch a movie while reading subtitles it just sounds kind of like a lot of work to me personally like come on man if i want to read i would just read a book like when i want to watch a movie i want to watch a movie i don't want to read then he's in another tv show that it's highly coveted people love this tv show i never really got super into it but eastbound and down excuse me he plays Ashley Schaefer for five episodes in that show. I mean, it's pretty funny. I've seen a few episodes. Kenny Powers, you know. Oh, Danny McBride is pretty funny, but he doesn't. He doesn't have enough film credits, I think, to to do an episode on Danny McBride. There's not really enough stuff there. I, I think personally, I don't know. I don't know, man. I don't know from enough stuff. So then we have the campaign. He he plays a uh, representative Camden Cam Brady alongside Zach Galifianakis in that movie. I guess he's like head to head against Zach Galifianakis, but I think I've seen like bits and pieces of that movie. And I was like, it never really grabbed me either. It never really seemed like one of Will Ferrell's funnier things, one of his better moments. <laughs> never didn't really seem that great. Um, Thirty Rock, like I think I, th- <laughs> it's like back to back to the the campaign like there's some weird scene in like a porta potty or something for that's like all i can remember like it might have been like someone got tipped over in a porta potty or something like that and i was just like this is this movie is made for like for like kids in detention or something like who's i don't know who made this movie like did did a bunch of juvenile hall kids in juvie make this movie or something like what's going on here um so anyway he's in after the campaign he's in 30 rock 
He played Shane Hunter. That show's pretty good, but I personally like I like the the Office and Parks and Rec style of TV a little more than than the fast and fast paced hustle bustle kind of style that Thirty Rock throws at you. Like I feel like watching Thirty Rock, I'm like trying to take like the SATs or something for some reason. And like it's very stressful to me to watch, try to watch that show. I don't know. Like Modern Family kind of Modern Family wanders into that territory sometimes. Like where where watching the show kind of becomes a chore, and it's just like they're throwing like. 20 jokes per minute at you or something and like you're trying to take notes and (laughs) you're trying to take notes on the notes app in your phone and it's like why am I even doing this why am I trying to take notes while I'm watching this show man I just want to relax and watch a sitcom I just want to chill and watch Seinfeld and just I sometimes I like having a laugh track you know like it sounds unpopular but I'm a, I don't know, man. It doesn't have anything to do with this, but I'm a Jersey Shore fan, dude. I'm a Jersey Shore guy. Like, I like, <laughs> I like that kind of stuff, dude. I, that's probably all you need to know about me, man. I'm a Jersey Shore fan. <laughs> but I like having a laugh track sometimes, too. Like, I like having people tell me when, when it's good to laugh. Like, sometimes my brain is that lazy that I just want people to tell me when to laugh. That's when you get super lazy, dude. When you just want people to tell you when to laugh, but it's kind of nice sometimes, man. I don't know. I'm now you got me rambling. I gotta stop rambling. Stop rambling, man. Okay. So after Thirty Rock, we got The Internship. That's a funny movie. That's underrated. I mean, he only he plays a mattress salesman. That that was probably a funny scene, I'm sure. But that's a the old Wedding Crashers reunion. Vince Vaughn, Owen Wilson. It's a funny movie. It's a good movie. The Internship. I liked it. Uh, he's in Conan. He played Ron Burgundy in Conan. <laughs> then he's in Anchorman 2. So that must have been a... Maybe it was a promotion for Anchorman 2. The Legend Continues. Ron Burgundy. Anchorman 2 is a crazy movie. That's just a weird movie. Now we're we're mowing through these ones now. We're actually almost up to present year all of a sudden. Because he's not in as much stuff recently. If you know the Will Ferrell filmography. If you're familiar with the filmography. Famil- familiography. Familiography. <laughs> and, wow. Try saying that five times fast. Familiography. Familiography. <laughs> Alright, that's if you didn't know what I was doing there, I was putting the words familiar and filmography together and seeing what happened. And the result was not great. If now that I reflect on that, twenty twenty hindsight, I gotta say, I'm not that proud of what I just did. <laughs> it wasn't that funny. So, Anchorman two, the legend continues. That's just I remember him like living in a lighthouse or something and being like, Why is he living in a lighthouse? What is going on in this movie, man? It's so weird. It was so weird, dude. So, he did that. I wonder if there's going to be Anchorman 3. I'm sure there's definitely going to be Anchorman 3. Like, probably probably within five years, I'd say. Probably by the year 2024, I'd say. There's going to be Anchorman 2. Or, I mean, Anchorman 3. It'll be like, the legend continues some more 
All right, so after that, he's in the Lego movie. I've never seen the Lego movie, but I heard it was pretty good. He plays Lord Business, President Business, and The Man Upstairs. I heard that movie's funny. Then he's in the TV series The Spoils of Babylon. He plays Eric John Rosh in Shaw of Iran. Um, that looks... I think I've seen like one episode of that show. It's like a it's like a parody or something. It's like a parody. Then he's in Get Hard with Kevin Hart. Uh I never saw that. I think I've seen like bits and pieces once again on probably like FX or something. <laughs> once again, FX. Uh I still can't remember the slogan. Is it fearless? The slogan might be fearless. It might be FX fearless. That's FX fearless. I don't know. That sounds kind of right, but I'm not really sure. <laughs> but I don't really want to know either. I, I like wondering. It's kind of fun to just wonder. So, Get Hard was the movie where he's going to prison and Kevin Hart gets him ready for prison. That movie, that's a funny, it's a funny concept. It looks pretty funny. A Deadly Adoption. He's in a TV movie called A Deadly Adoption. He plays Robert Benson. Ooh, that reminds me. Look up Robert Goulet at the end. Look it up. God, look it up. He's in a TV miniseries called The Spoils Before Dying. He plays Eric John Rosh and J. Edgar Hoover. He's in the TV show The Last Man on Earth. with That show with Will Forte. That's a pretty funny looking show. He's in Daddy's Home with his old other guy's buddy, Mark Wahlberg. He plays Brad Whitaker. That, I never I saw, once again, bits and pieces of it, uh, I think on TBS, maybe FX, <laughs> once again, um, Fearless. Uh, that one, it looked pretty funny, gotta say. It had, I think it had... The mom was from Freaks and Geeks, so back to it brings us back full circle to Freaks and Geeks. Oh, you're not gonna believe the movie he's in next. I'm I'm getting angry over here. You don't, you don't want to see me angry, man. I'm getting angry over here because you you know what movie he's in next. Oh my gosh, I almost don't even want to say it. Zoolander two. Gosh, he's in Zoolander two, man. He plays. Jacob Jacobin Magatu. I like how he's it's J J A C O B I M Jacobim. That's hilarious. Um gosh, I can't believe he's in Zoolander 2. They must have paid him so much money for that. <laughs> of course he's in Zoolander 2. Of course, why not? He's come on, he's Bull Farrell. He's in Zoolander 1. Why wouldn't he be in Zoolander 2? It makes sense. Come on, man. Anyway. Then he's in a little TV show. I got a little excited there. Sorry about that. <laughs> Sorry if I'm blowing you, blowing your your earphones out. I'm not trying to. I'm trying to figure out my my levels over here. Still trying to figure out my levels. Still trying to figure out how to how to get comfy on this mic, on this little iPhone mic, you know. So he's in a TV show, the Jim Gaffigan show. He plays himself. He's in Jimmy Kimmel Live. <laughs> he plays Harry Carey. He's in a TV show called Throwing Shade. He plays Murph. He's in 
Full Frontal with Samantha B. He plays, you guessed it, George W. Bush. He's in a movie he stars in with Amy Poehler from 2017. Scott Johansson in the movie The House. I've actually seen this whole movie. I actually saw The House. And I gotta say, honestly, not really that great. Sorry. (laughs) Once again, Will Ferrell has been in such funnier things than movies like The House. Like, I don't get... Why is Will Ferrell not in more funny movies? Like, he's coming out with, like, all these, like, Get Hard, Daddy's Home, The House. Like, these are all just, like, adequate. They're, like, mediocre comedies. You know what I'm saying? They're, like, they're not Will Ferrell level. Like, Talladega Nights, Step Brothers, Old School, Anchorman, Elf. Like, that that level of stuff. Why is, how is Will Ferrell not delivering that kind of stuff? I guess that's what happens when you have a high standard for yourself. He probably has a really high standard for his comedy and just, I'm sure he's frustrated that he hasn't lived up to his earlier, the stuff earlier from his career, you know? Like, he's probably frustrated that he's like trying to, he's, I'm sure he thinks that The House is going to be a funny movie when he, when he stars in that, but it was just okay. I did like how Rory Scoville from Pen Pals, another podcast that I am a subscriber to, Pen Pals. I liked how Rory Scoville was he got a lot of time, a lot of screen time in the house. He was he was actually one of the main characters in that movie. That was pretty cool. So, anyway, after the house, he's in Daddy's Home 2. So I didn't even know there was already a sequel to that movie. Holy cow. That's crazy. After that, he's in a TV series called No Activity. For six episodes, he's in that show. Wow. Then he's in The Dan Patrick Show. And then he has... I'm not going to read all these because he has a ton of different characters he's played on Saturday Night Live from 1995 to 2018 he has so many characters here listed here I'm not even going to read all of them one of them is just bather <laughs> bather like person taking a bath so one of them is Robert Goulet Robert Goulet I'm, we're getting point we're getting close to that point in the podcast where we're going to look up Robert Goulet. I'm telling you. Then he's in The Tonight Show starring Jimmy Fallon. He's in... He played C- Cord Hosenbeck in episode of that. He's in The Royal Wedding Live with Cord and Tish. He plays Cord Hosenbeck. So I have no idea what that was all about. He's in I Love You, America. That's like... I think that's Sarah Silverman's show. They already got canceled somehow. Um, he plays Socrates in that show. And then the movie with his old buddy from Talladega Nights, Fame, and Step Brothers, of course, John C. Riley. He was in that terrible looking movie. Oh my gosh. That movie got slammed by the critics. Holmes and Watson. He plays Holmes. I would not want to see that movie. Holy cow. It just looked awful. 
<laughs> just sorry to I'm sorry to pile you on you, Will Ferrell, but I'm sure you can take it. I'm sure you can take the heat. And if you can't take the heat, get out of the kitchen. Uh, then he's in the 2019 Rose Parade, hosted by Corden Tisch, Cord Hosenbeck, Drunk History, The Lego Movie 2, the second part, and that's, that's pretty much it. Then we're just in the stuff from the future. Has, let me see, has Lego Movie 2 even came out yet? I'm gonna see when this comes out. Lego Movie 2, let's see if I can... Figure out on the spot. Let's see if I can figure out on the spot when it comes out. Um, February 8th. Yes, it already came out. It's in theaters right now, folks. Go see Lego, the Lego Movie 2 at your local theater, folks. Oh, my gosh. I can't believe we did it. We did it, dude. We made it through Will Ferrell's entire IMDb page. Actually, let's talk about... Let's talk about this future stuff that you've got. So he's got the hundred year man who climbed out of the window and disappeared. Okay, that sounds fun. Euro Eurovision. And he's in something called Zeroville. He plays Rondell. A young actor arrives in Hollywood in 1969 during a transitional time in the industry. Okay. And it looks like he has a tattoo on his bald head <laughs> on the, this <laughs> on the movie poster. I think he has a tattoo on his bald on his bald head, so that's pretty funny. Maybe this that might be James Franco. That might be James Franco's bald head and not Will Ferrell's. Oh my gosh, the plot thickens. And then he's in something called Downhill. From this coming out in 2020. Um, oh, it's a remake of the 2014 Swedish movie Force Majeure. I've seen that movie. Oh, that's another movie to. Oh, we just found another update. Update. Dun dun dun. Dun dun dun. Netflix Q update. We just found another movie to add to your Netflix Q, baby. Force Majeure. It's a movie about a family on a winter vacation that is rattled, it's rattled in the aftermath of a diverted avalanche during which the father behaved cowardly. Oh my gosh. I wonder if oh, Will Ferrell is going to play the father who behaves cowardly and it's going to be so funny. <laughs> There's, Will Ferrell, he doesn't do anything he does nothing better than playing a coward for some reason. It's so funny. Like playing a dude who's just like out and he's like out of his element and like a little like uncomfortable and just like flustered, you know, like that's going to be so funny. Like that's like right in Wolfo's wheelhouse. All right. Anyway, I think now is the point of the show where I rank my top three Will Ferrell movies. And this is going to be, just to let you know, this is going to be a regular installment in the A Stars Born podcast. Um, at the end of each episode, I'm going to rank my top three movies from the person. So let's do that right now. And let's start at number three. I'm just doing this off the top of my head right now. 
Number three, let's make it. Oh, this is so tough for me. Let's go Anchorman, The Legend of Ron Burgundy at number three. I know what you're saying right now. You're saying, what? How can you do that, Chris? How can you put Anchorman at number three? That's like his best movie, man. That's like everyone knows Will Ferrell for being Ron Burgundy. They know the mustache and the jacket and the microphone, like the funny microphone and all that stuff. Like that's what people identify Will Ferrell with Anchorman. Being that TV anchor who doesn't know what he's doing. Just like we were talking about. He's flustered. He doesn't know what he's doing. But it's because I have two powerhouses coming in at number one and number two. And in that number two slot, we have, drumroll please. Stepbrothers. Stepbrothers, number two. And that's right. That that means that number one. That means that the number one pot. <laughs> in the number one. Excuse me. Let's get a clean take on this. In the number one movie of Will Ferrell, his entire filmography, Will Ferrell's number one movie is Talladega Nights: The Ballad of Ricky Bobby. Boom. Mic drop. Boom. 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 Take that Will Ferrell. Well, don't take... I, that's a, I mean, I'm saying how much I love you, man. I'm saying your best movie is Talladega Nights. That's a classic, man. I'm saying Talladega Nights is number one and Step Brothers is number two. Like, I mean, I'm sure we all love Step... Like, we all know the Catalina wine mixer from Step Brothers. Like, that's like a classic piece of comedy history right there the Catalina wine mixer that's pretty much like the peak of comedy right there i know it's tough to it's tough to top the Catalina wine mixer scene from step brothers okay i'm i'm saying i know you're yelling that at me right now and i'm agreeing i'm saying it's probably impossible to top the Catalina wine mixer scene from step brothers okay but what i'm saying is Overall, throughout the whole movie, if you look at it from an entire movie perspective, Talladega Nights is funnier than Step Brothers, in my opinion. Boom, I said it. I said it, okay? Don't get mad. I said it. I'm not going to take it back. Okay? <laughs> I like it. One of my favorite parts is when Ricky Bobby's dad puts the Lucky Charms under his car and calls the cops on him and then he thinks that there's drugs attached to the bomb of his car so he's like driving away from the cops and and then and then he finally like pulls over and like looks at it and he's like these are lucky charms this isn't even drugs he's like why was i freaking out it's so funny gosh and then when he has the tiger remember they had the tiger in the car that's just some great some great tiger acting right there okay so we talked about our favorite movies we got we got Talladega Nights coming in number one Step Brothers coming in number two and then Anchorman the Legend of Ron Burgundy come in number three and if I had to give you a number four I'd go old school at number four if I gotta be honest slip old school right in there and then it's that part of the podcast where you've all been waiting for this moment you've been waiting for this moment since the beginning of the podcast it's that's right 
much the end of the podcast. The first episode of A Star is Born, episode uno, Will Ferrell. And right now, we're going to take a look at Robert Goulet's Wikipedia page right here. So, it looks like Goulet was born November 26, 1933. Sadly, he passed away October 30th, 2007. R.I.P. R.I.P. Goulet. Um, he was born and raised in Lawrence, Massachusetts. And I think that's all that's all we're gonna say right now. And we're gonna save the rest for future episodes of A Star's Born. Um yeah, let's save let's save let's save the rest of those fun facts for next episode of A Star's Born. So I'm not gonna announce here's how this is gonna work. Now that we're all stretch your back, I'm stretching again, stretched out. Ah yeah. Yep, stretch it out, okay? We good? Hope you're in a good place to stretch. You're not you're not putting your face in front of some old lady's face on... Not your face. Not putting your hand in front of some old lady's face on the bus or something, you know? Sorry, I'm just having trouble talking over here. After, man, after two hours of talking, that, that, that's what happens, man. Sometimes the words don't agree with your mouth after a while. That's what... You just gotta relax, you know? That's, and I think that's the lesson that we learned on this episode of A Star is Born. I think we learned you just, sometimes you just got to relax and take it all in, you know, just breathe in life, you know. Picture that sheep leaping from the free throw line, taking that pass from John Stockton, leaping in the air, being the Carl Malone to the Stockton. And slamming home that 180 tomahawk brutal jam through the hoop. That's what I'm going to be thinking about when I'm going to sleep tonight. I'm going to be thinking about the, the NBA's sheep. And I'm going to be thinking about this podcast. Because this is a really exciting... I think this is a really exciting time. Starting a podcast. Can you imagine anything better than the first episode of a podcast? Is there anything better than that? Is there anything better than that? This is awesome, man. I love it, man. This is great. I'm happy that you listened. Thank you so much for listening to episode one of A Star is Born. I'm your host, Chris Arneson, A-R-N-E-S-O-N. And I guess I should probably say right now, you can go ahead and pick up my books on Amazon you can find Sponge Cake, a mostly made up story about a completely insane town. That's the whole title. I kind of once that was my first book. So once you once you figure out that you're gonna have to say the title of that book every time, you're gonna have to say the full title of the book every time you tell someone what it is. So now I figured that out the hard way. You know, I made up a super long title, but that's what happened, man. So we have Sponge Cake, a mostly made up story about a completely insane town. And what's in the fridge? So, um, Sponge Cake's a, it's like an adventure novel, I'd say. Kind of like a caper. Um, it's kind of like the Hunger Games kind of genre. That's why I always find myself telling people that because I'm a, I'm a fan of movies. As you know from this podcast, you know I'm a fan of movies myself. 
Um, so I always relate everything back to movies in my life, personally. I'm just saying, I'm just saying. But, so I always tell people that it's kind of like The Hunger Games, because everyone knows The Hunger Games, especially after the movies. But I think you should read the books, too. But it's actually a adventure caper novel about, it's centered around a, a middle school bake sale. So, if that's not enough to hook you, I don't know what is. It's, that sounds like a fun adventure to me. Um, sounds like a fun book. So, well, I'm just saying that because I wrote it. But I think you should you should check it out on Amazon. And then my other book, What's in the Fridge, is it's kind of a motivational pop culture. Some pop culture and short stories, that kind of stuff in there too. But some motivational stuff in there. I don't know. I like to say, I don't like to say self help really. I like to just say like inspirational, motivational, spiritual, that kind of stuff. And also some pop culture and short stories and that kind of stuff too. So if you're into that kind of nonfiction stuff, pick up What's in the Fridge. If you're into the fiction stuff, pick up Sponge Cake. I think you should pick up both on Amazon. Just search my name, Chris Arneson. I'm your host. This is A Star is Born. I'm so happy you stayed with me through the whole time. It is, oh my gosh, it is dark. It is snowy in Pullman. And I am about to drink some hot cocoa. I wish I had some hot cocoa. I'll probably just make some Pop-Tarts instead. Shout out Pop-Tarts. Cookies and cream. Thank you so much. And have a great night, baby.